No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening.
never depressed. Everybody gets depressed. Never depressed. That Everybody. means you're in deep nope. depression that, when yep, you can't admit that's it. That's the first. Always that's joyful. The first sign of depression Jovial. is denial. Yeah. Absolutely Melanie's happy. A, Melanie's Egyptian apple. She's a junkie. What? <laughs> that's awful. Don't I'm say a, that. No, I'm a happy She's junkie. A what? A happy junkie. You like you're addicted to being happy? Yeah. Oh, hey now, heads talking happy. fam. What's up, guys? Hey, everybody. Hey. Zarin. This is Apple. This is Mel. This is Darwin. How's everybody doing out there? Let's We're hear good. it. No, no. Let, let them talk. I'm fine. I'm laying on my new bed, and that's fine. Apple, what was that noise you just made, man? That was the crowd. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah. Hey, how's everybody doing, man? We're back with another week's episode of Heads Talking, and uh, I just want to say hi. How you guys doing? How's everybody doing out there? We love you. Right on. How about you, Mel? What do you want to say to everybody? I have a UTI, everybody. <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. Whoa. That's the first thing that's on my mind because it's the first thing that I'm feeling. So well, yeah, there you, you guys go. And, that's a bummer. Oh. It's a bummer. But I just had a weird... Okay, I know that we're in 2020. I understand that it's the future and the present at the same time. We're in the present. But it's still fucking weird that I just went to the doctor in my living room over like a Skype session and in two hours, I'm going to have my prescription in the pharmacy and he never even saw me. All he did was ask me like five questions. Nice guy. Don't have a problem with him. It's just weird to be in, in the, the future. future. So, I mean, I thought the future would be like, okay, I, I'm going back to like Aaron at age 10 in 1981 that Aaron thought the future would be like jet jet packs Elroy we told you not to wear your jet pack in the house (laughs) watches where you like could make phone calls on your watch like we do have that we, we do have that I thought for sure that cars wouldn't be a thing anymore like we would be riding in something else like tubes that have air in them and you shoot across the city and I, this is disappointing <laughs> look <laughs> we've got point. those cool no, watches wait. i just went on i just went to the doctor in my living room Hold i didn't on, even I wanna, have to get I dressed have a, i have a question about this this doctor let's I mean, hear it. so when you do is it like video yeah you he, see the doc okay mm-hmm. i was wondering i was like yeah. if it's not video how do they know it's even no you? so there's a couple things you have to do you have to you know show them your id so he, you know, looked okay. at my ID. I have to give him my birth date and my full name. You showed him the one I made in Photoshop? Yep. Okay. And um, and then it turns on both of our cameras and we can see each other. And it's like a like we're talking on FaceTime. That's okay. what it's like. He's in his office and I'm here and he's okay, like, okay. That was my main question. Like, like yeah. how do they know it's you? You yeah, can be so somebody else like, oh, I'm in so much pain. I need morphine or, yeah. you know. Like acting like I mean, it's else fantastic if you're drugs. like truly sick and can't get out of bed. You know what I mean? And you can just zoom somebody. And you don't got to go somewhere and get everybody in the office sick. Yeah, you don't got to be like in your own little fucking personal bubble. So there's a lot of amazing things to it. It's just, and I'm not hating on it. It's just weird. It's it it's strange weird. to me. It's like the technology and how it's moving. And you know, when I thought about the future, I thought about flying cars. I thought about like Judy Jetson getting her outfits you know sucked off and then put on her and then you know walking you know what i mean like everybody likes to get sucked off hey oh wow i apologize on aaron's behalf to everybody listening here yeah i'm sorry but yeah so i mean the future's cool the future's cool and it's also weird as 
Yeah. Weird. What did well, you then think, there's Apple? things you can't replace either and stuff. Like, I mean, how do you... You can't go to your proctologist over no, the, the you know not. when it oh but it I, I can't I can't say stuff but Apple can say about the proctologist well that's a serious that's, medical yeah that thing. is a serious thing well I'm sure you could have a teledoc <laughs> visit with your it's proctologist like bend over and put yeah. the camera in your I mean butt. you'd probably be able to see the hemorrhoids so they'll probably oh be able God. to say hey you know you need to get into the Melanie started the conversation about yeah. our health and okay. it is about my we can talk about health but you were talking about like sucking me off like what the <laughs> fuck you is said that? it I didn't no, I know. Said, Loads through oh, a machine. I miss the doctor's duty. And he's gonna be like, Listen. he said duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because we never joke like that. Hey guys, I am sorry about this first five minutes, but <laughs> I'm sure it'll get better if you keep listening. Hang in there, it's all about having fun. Laughter's laughter's the best medicine, right? Mel, totally Mel laughs well, unless a lot. you have a UTI, then you might need to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you need yeah. a teledoc appointment. Yeah. Apple, what did you think the future was going to be like? Um. Well, like I, I mean, kind of like what we we're talking, like the things as a kid growing up that I felt we were kind of promised in a way yeah. was that that we were going to see more future stuff, like hovercrafts, at least a hover skateboard or something like they back have in the future, or like a they second have skin. it, but it's a piece of crap. Everybody talks. I mean, it's not it nobody can afford on, it. No, it, there's one. It yeah, runs like on liquid nitrogen. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no jet. I mean, they have those jet packs that the guy flies into the super bowl and stuff but that's like some dude that's been trained in it and there's like one of them you mean like as a means to get around not yeah, just like a yeah, you know exactly. offshoot of somebody How fucking yeah, dope like, would that be a, a lot of stuff would be dope well then then also part of me also is grateful for where we're at because also a lot of the future back in movies and things was apocalyptic and well, it kind it, of is you know it's it, been feeling like that. So, so I mean, I mean, twenty twenty sucks, but I'm all right with where we're at now. We do have the wristwatch thing. Yeah, the you know, we've gone way beyond what like Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. prom. You know what I we mean, hold straight up, what we up hold that, guy, that guy, like that guy, like this. Oh my god, oh, his name is Elon Musk, and that gonna, one guy, that one guy, dude. I was gonna say he's trying to go to Mars, so that's a real futuristic mm. thing. That's like happening in the works yeah so, so all those rich people gonna bone out and leave us here and, <laughs> you know what be... go go i wish i could contribute <laughs> to their spaceship I'm like fucking go please <laughs> start a fundraiser for all the assholes to get off our planet how about that oh my god that would be you know what i bet a lot of people would donate to that we'll call yeah. it we'll call get it. Our, all the assholes off of our planet <laughs> donate 199 gtfo 2020 <laughs> get the fuck off <laughs> yeah man i I think, I don't think if I had the money, I would go. Ryder, Ryder swears yeah, Ryder if there was uh, a way to be like the first person to go to Mars, he would sign up. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's right. Ryder, Ryder, to go Ryder to Mars. loves he would be great that, for that Star Wars world. Yeah, he wants to There's going to gonna be no shows on Mars, period. It's going to be like 2020, but permanently. Mars Volta? It, no. no, that was that wasn't even funny. Oh. That was that was a terrible. Ah. I'm going to edit that out. I, you know, talking about the future and being in it, it it really is surreal. It feels so weird. Like watching TV now feels weird. It feels old. What do, what <laughs> when, do you mean by that? When I sit down and watch TV, I feel like haven't I grown out of this already? Like th that's my uh, own personal it's not thoughts. A phase. I feel like it is. 
I that's what I'm saying. I feel like what the act of sitting down and watching TV is outdated to me in my head. So like, we, shouldn't there be something better to do or updated to do than sit in front of a screen that only has limited amount of choices? So if we watch a show on the iPad in our bed, is that the same thing? Does that have the same feel? I don't know. It doesn't have the same feel to me. I'm talking about like, device. you know, like the Simpsons. They had their little couch and it faces the TV like our living room. I effing hate the TV. But the on TV occasion, <laughs> it's it's nice to sit in bed and watch something before we go to bed like that we want to watch. I'm not hating on all shows or that type of media. What I'm saying is it seems antiquated hmm. to me. No, I'm not saying to everybody, that's how I see it. And that's why you're like, let's watch them. I'm like, fucking, like, I feel like it's doing prison time. Like, ugh, I want to spend time with you, but I guess if that's what we got to do, all right. Mm. You know, like, I always am down to spend time with you. So no matter what we do, I want to do it. We but, enjoyed watching that movie last night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That like, was dope. we're hanging out. So that's the dope part. But like, if we were reading a book, it'd be dope. If we were sitting outside, it'd be dope. It's cold. If, no. I get where you're coming from. You, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It. Yeah. It, and I get what you're saying. And I'm not being a smart house. So you need a new fucking TV in the living room. No, so I don't I want a new TV. <laughs> no, Everybody, we don't need a new like TV. I don't want it. I don't like it. The, and, I, and wait a minute. For real, for real, new TVs and also computers. And that it gives me a headache. Like I can't watch it. It, it does something to my equilibrium and it fucks me up for real. It's so that's with your auric field. So that's another th- reason why I don't like to realistic. do it. Yeah. It it looks like a European soap opera. Yeah, Everything looks, looks like it's going to fall out of the TV. It's really weird and yeah. it does So it I, does I, those kinds of eyes. things is what I don't like. What I mean by weird is like I don't know if it's my perspective that's different or if the thing is actually different or if it's a mix of both, but like advertising used to be a lot more subtle than it is now. It didn't, the like brainwashing part of TV is so out there and apparent and in your face. And uh, everything's like blah, 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 like flash. And like, there's a lot of like uh split second showing of stuff. And, and like, they'll show like 50 different things in a second and a half. So you don't actually get to see it, but your subconscious is seeing it and it's a lot of repeating words and like, it's just really obvious all the mind control shit that's in the advertising and it's weird to but sit down and watch But we're also in control it. of that. Like I don't, you, you're like, have you seen that commercial? I don't ever watch commercial. I don't watch anything unless it's recorded or on demand. But like, you're fast forwarding past don't it. Have to you're watch seeing it. it. No, you can instant go through it. You, you got to teach me how to, to do that. To the lightning <laughs> bolt and then bam, to the fucking end of the commercials. And, but you got to have it recorded. Wow. But still, I mean, no, I get I get it. But we also, you have control of that, like well, anything. It's a habit. Like the minute you get something to eat, you go sit down in front of the TV. And so it's still a habit. And it's the habit that grosses me out for personally. Like not for you. you that's your own thing. But like I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like evolved out of that like why are we so why am i doing that like i'm not even enjoying what's on like it's literally just like i don't want to watch bring it on 12 more times like it's fine <laughs> i don't care Let's like, bring it on bring it on you the know that movie. movie yeah 
Oh. Or better be reference would be like Harry Potter. I can't believe how many times oh, yeah. you've watched Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I know. You put it on, it's like, okay. Yeah. I like it's, new. Uh, me too, Apple. See, like. And when the Mel, I get it with Mel too, because I sometimes when I come in, I, I like me, there's bug crawling on me. I can feel it. These freaking beetles. Anyway, uh, like when I come in and see me, like we're more comfortable with the TV, obviously, because I see Mel. You tell Mel's a different person when the TV's on. You're, you're not, you're like checked when out. you're laying on the couch, you're just like more. Checked yeah, out. like checked out. It's like, I feel like, like I'm at church and I have to be quiet and sit yeah, still. You had to turn off. The, you had to, she had to reach around to the back of her neck and flip off the <laughs> yeah. Mel switch. It's, it doesn't, TV's not good for me. It's not good for me because it, one, it makes me feel guilty that I'm sitting there doing nothing. Two, I'm not usually watching something that's exciting, but I do like H and Alien. So I will say that. Um, and that shit's awesome. But like, I feel like I'm less of myself when I'm watching TV. It, it takes a part of me away. And that's really one of the main reasons why I don't like it. It's like forcing me to do something different that I don't like to do, which is be um, idle. Stationary. I think for me, like. It's idle. It's not yeah, even stationary. I, okay, idle. Because, yeah. you know, some people, can, they can like sew or do whatever. But like, I just, I don't like. Maybe don't you like have to it. learn how to crochet. And then you could like crochet while you're watching TV and then you wouldn't feel like that. Maybe you shouldn't Wanna, do that and we can do a fun new we activity. Do a I, well, I find it nice with TV. Like we're talking about TV too. I, I get very excited. I'm a TV junkie. I'll admit it. I always will be. I fucking enjoy the TV. I feel I, I, I love storytelling. I get hooked on too many programs, but it is what it is. I get so excited when people that aren't into it as much like Mel and Aaron, to an extent, too. Aaron is the best at starting something and never finishing it. <laughs> I'll which watch a, two episodes. Which annoys and me. He's like, dude, that series was awesome. I was like, did you finish it? He's like, no, I got to episode two, like partway <laughs> into three, and I was done. So there's another reason. Like, well, we, I really do like Apple because he'll say, like, oh, you, and his, his description is more fun than watching the actual yep. thing. Yep. So I you feel like I've seen that. it. I'll like act out parts. I'll be like, and then they did this. And then you guys watch it. And I was like, it's more exciting when you were so I like the performing arts. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's different. Well, okay. I have wait, hold idea. on. Wait, I was going to say wait. the one I got the most excited about was when you, you, these two got hooked on Shit's Creek. And like, oh my gosh, they, yes. It's the only thing Thank I know you, you guys have binged in quite a yes. while that, that I was like, I loved it. I'm not going to front. Oh my God. Your Melanie's laughter during Shit's Creek because her laughter kind of pierces the entire house concrete pierces the veil bomb true. shelters <laughs> him and small animals run away but it's the best laughter and it's like I know it's like I know they're the, the the other night, I heard that same laughter coming oh out God, of the debates. That? Oh my! Yes, oh, yeah. the debates. It was it was literally like watching Shit's Creek in the sense that there was so much comedy that I didn't expect, and that's what no, like you genuine are. laughing. You are, you are, you, you are. Are. dude. Uh-oh. Talk about surreal. That watching that, it felt like watching a Saturday Night Live skit. The, that's another thing. It totally Everything felt seems like fake to me yeah. on TV. So even if it's real, it feels so scripted and so silly that like I know a lot of people they'll watch the debates and they literally get upset. Like their heart, their upset, their anxiety, all that. That's what they want. I laugh so hard. It's therapeutic for me in a sense. It's like, I can't believe this is actually going on. Yes, see through it. Yeah. I like to trip. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, you know, it, I have an idea, Mel. What? I'm going to float this one here. Here it comes. It's a floater. <sighs> Instead of watching TV, 
when we want to watch TV, we'll just get Apple and have him come stand in the <laughs> living room describe what I've been and describe the show for us. It'll Which be I way would more fucking love. You know I would love that. <laughs> I love acting the shit and, out. And actually, hmm. like, there's something, something with watching TV with Apple, too, that's, like, if there's a group of us, it's different because we're all, like, engaged in it. But I, what I'm talking about, I want to just make sure that everybody understands. What I'm talking about is, like, okay, it's the end of the day, and there's not too much going on before bed, and then just sitting in front of the fucking TV. So in the night, I hate that. That is, you might as well put me in prison, lock me up with no food and no light. So what I was going to say a few minutes ago is the reason I like doing that, and I've realized this through in 2020. The work that I do all day long, eight hours a day, is so mentally intense like it's like figuring out a puzzle all day long yeah like a a visual your work is hardcore all day long and so i'm like completely engaged mentally all day and so at the end of the day to have something to just like zone yes out to well but it feel it feels that's how i feel it it's like a pressure release valve it, I always it, think, and this. then and then you're like, let's do this or that, and I'm like, I because well, I miss my husband. I know, I get it, but I'm <laughs> like, like, like literally the engaging part of that, and like, that, and that's why it's difficult. Like, I've been ultra hyper engaged all day long, and then at the end of the day to like have an hour to just like. Psh, but so, turn wouldn't it you want to not be in front of a more fucking flashing lights? Like that's I what don't I think don't think about it. Like I that. don't understand that part. I'm like, okay, so you're in front of a screen all day to then decompress with a screen. Doesn't it's it, a like, different screen. It's just because I, I get that it's a different screen because I'm on the computer all day and the last thing I want to do is look at my phone or an iPad or a computer. But the TV screen's different. But I also my entire life has embraced the term idiot box. I probably watched the idiot because I've how many times I've said it to you. It's like, oh, that one was a good one. It was a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even have to think. I was able to just like, which maybe isn't a good thing, yeah. but it's nice for a well, little while. I don't think it's positive like, or negative. I don't like and just pay attention to something and like, like I'm gonna have to act at one right now. I'm gonna have to act it out for you guys. You guys won't watch it, but Ratchet on Netflix, the story of Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Sarah Paulson playing Ratchet is freaking awesome. But you guys, it, it's dark kind of. Yeah, but, yeah not my speed. But I, I could act it out for you guys yeah. the whole cool. season in like I'm 20 down. minutes and you'd probably crack <laughs> up even though it's not funny. But So like my idea, like if I'm coming home because I'm working with my hands all day and I'm like moving around and using a lot of physical energy. And so you would think I would want to sit in front of a TV and just, but I need to stimulate my brain and I don't want something outside stimulating mm. it. I want to be stimulated. I want my own shit. Yes. And so when I'm watching something that's repetitive that I've watched before, I, it feels like it feels painful. Hmm. And so, like so a- in order to spend time with each other, we have to concede, but I definitely know Aaron's not going to come downstairs and like work and do a collage with me so i have to concede and sit on the couch and so it drives me fucking nuts <laughs> it does um you guys are hearing it here first well this isn't the first time i've heard it well i'm saying they're everybody else they're, they're you know yeah. everybody else is hearing you, it it's tough to like have hyper focus for long long periods of time 
and then try and be engaged after that. I mean, you see I, no, me after I, work. No, you guys, I'm I'm not hating on Aaron. His job is so like when you see the screen, what, well, when I walk in and I look at what he's working on, I it scares me. It's like a foreign it language. Literally, like, like I'm not scared of monsters, but that computer I'm scared of. Like I'm scared of all these freaking weird numbers and like maps and all these lines and it's green and yellow and blue. And I'm like, what in the fuck are you even doing? So I know that he definitely needs to like decompress his brain. Like, but like, it's kind of like, you know, doing two opposite things. You know, I'm working with physically, he's working mentally. I want to be simulated mentally. He wants to relax physically. So it's like a weird, I'm like, yeah, let's go for a hike or a walk. And he, that's the last fucking thing he wants to do. And, you know, he's like, let's chill and watch TV. And that's a fucking last thing I want to do. So, you know, we've, we, in 2020, we have found uh, common ground in reading a book together and doing stuff like that at night. I think if you say so, you I mean, we've so? introduced a few things, but they're like kind of like a TV show. It gets petered out very quickly and the TV always wins. We forgot well, the, the, other the, no, the other one. I mentioned it the is, other day. The other one for me is music. And that's what I like. That's what I was going to say. It's we, none of us were fans of the streaming stuff really no. before me more than you guys. I would watch a lot more of that, but I've embraced it more because I like that combination of Sometimes just putting the headphones on or listening to music isn't enough, but now you like I, I love going on YouTube and searching all the latest clips of live that's music another thing that's I love going on and stuff. Because you'll always seeing. bring up some really good ones too that I well, never would have la- on my last, radar. Last week we had to tell the people we made uh, No Simple Road made a really cool purchase for us. Oh my gosh, uh, yes! Oh, we, I was going to talk about this. We we got a we got a projector. We had a nice uh, so we had get a, together. Yeah, we had a belated Friday. birthday party for me. Yeah. on and we had a dance party out in the front porch. There was some sacrament that night. There was we Aaron, and that's the world we live in too. That's kind of the future, like. It was Friday morning. Aaron's like, it was dude. like six, six, six o'clock like, in the morning. Dude, should, we, should I get a, should I, should I go? I was like, we we're looking at Best Buy. I like to go pick one up. And he just went on Amazon. He goes, oh, here we go. I order this. It'll be here by seven o'clock tonight. It showed up right in time. Party was already starting. We knew it was, I was on the way. coming on and Jason and I were standing out there and I looked at the phone and I see that the Amazon guy, like it has a map and it shows you where, where he's they're at. at. And I'm like, Oh, he's going to be pulling up. And I walk around the corner of the house, walk down the driveway and Amazon pulls up and I'm like, yeah. And the guy's looking, the party. guy's looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, right on bro. Thanks man. You brought the party. And he was like, cool. Cool. <laughs> Why are your eyes so big? So, go back. But that was fantastic. We, we put up this, it came with the sheet screen that we hung on the garage door and thank God Ryder came home from his job. Oh, it's just a, like monkeys as a cable install. We're over there like, ooh, ooh, ooh. and Ryder comes up, just looks at us, shakes his head, gets his computer, gets everything going for us. And then we just streamed shit all night long. And it was, it was amazing. Let me just take this moment to just say how invaluable Ryder is to the no simple road family. Yeah, man. He is such an amazing sweetheart who worked his ass off that day comes home 
doesn't even take his uniform off. He literally is the cable guy at home. Comes, sets everything up for us to have a party because he had to work the next day. So he didn't even get to hang out and participate. He went to bed well, he, and he set had a us few up. Yeah, he, had, yeah, us he, he unwinded, then, but, but like. He had to go to bed and we were loud till like 3.30 in the morning. At least 3 to 4. And, and so I just want to say I love you, Ryder. Thanks for making that amazing. It's called a road dog. He's a total yeah, he's like, he's road like dog. our roadie light man. Yeah. Tech mm-hmm. guy behind the scenes when we need help out there. Like I was like, I could do it. I could hook this up. And I'm, I'm thinking. I'm watching the Amazon guy on the map, and I'm like, if he doesn't get here soon, I'm gonna be way too high to be able to do this. And as soon as he pulled up, I was like, up oh, too late. <laughs> you, yeah. you blew it. So you're not gonna be able something to do else. This. I feel we need to bring it because you're gonna be hearing about this a lot coming up. In fact, where we'll be interviewing these guys in the future. Oh shit! The end of the night, where everybody's kind of why it was like two thirty in the morning or so, and we'd brought the projector inside in the living room. And we're all hanging out, and our friend Jason and Audrey, they were like. We're going to put this on. Before like, we go, we're going to play one more thing. Yeah, one more thing. And then like an hour later, this, the band Digging, Digging, D-I-G-G-I-N, Dirt. Wow. You guys got to look these guys up, wow. listen to them. Uh, yeah, just leave it at that. Look it up. This is just amazing But stuff. that actually was something like, to like start a party. Oh, yeah. And we ended that, the and party. we ended the party. <laughs> it was like dance party in the living room. And after three, four songs, I was about ready to fall down. I realized the night was over, but that that digging dirt. Something else beautiful happened at this birthday party. And shout out to Cody. Oh, yes. So Cody has been, pardon the pun, instrumental (laughs) in helping me rediscover that playing music is essential in my life. And he has repeatedly asked me, we need to jam together. We need, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I never do it. And it takes a lot for people to get Aaron to do something they want them to do. Aaron will always get people to do something he wants to do, but (laughs) it takes a fucking lot. I'm talking about capital A, capital L, capital O, capital T, a lot to get Aaron to do what you want him to do. I don't know about that, but, point is really no he i i hear you thanks don't tell Aaron okay with you he has repeatedly (laughs) asked me to jam with them and yeah yeah yeah, i will i will and i want to but it just didn't come up and then in the middle of the party super high he busted out his guitar and he started playing and i was like that really looks like fun. And he was just wa- he was walking yeah, around the house playing to everybody. He yeah. like came by yeah. each of us and would just smile. Yeah, Cody and I like jammed music also. Passing by. Like, so I went in my room and I grabbed my guitar and walk out into the dining room and him and I jammed for like an hour and a half. And it was one of the fucking coolest things I've ever done high. It was so fun. It felt so fucking good to do that and it like made me fall in love with playing music again like on on a million different levels and it was cool because i always felt like i could play but i didn't really know what i was doing like yeah i can kind of do it 
You and, still talk. Well, like that's that. like Cody said that. That he's like, he's like, that's what you need. You need like two people that really don't know what they're doing, and you need to like discover it yeah. together, and then you're making yeah, making awesome music together, even if it's off key a little or this or that. Well, you're, the thing about what Cody brings is he brings no ego into any fun activity. It's no. just like let's have fun doing dot dot dot, and he'll bring over an instrument like or he'll bring color. over. Yeah, he's just like let's. That's one reason why I love Cody so much is because he brings fun, and I'm all about fun. And so, even if you don't play an instrument, he'll be like, "Hey, do you want to touch this? You want to play with it? Like, do it." And he makes he brings other people <laughs> into fun, and that's you know like some people are like. Oh, I play the guitar. They have their guitar the whole time. They're not handing it over to anybody else. He brings out his guitar. He's handing it to the baby. He's handing it to the dog. He's handing mm-hmm. it to... Like, he wants everybody to in- be included. And that's why he's so amazing well, at, like, bringing people together. And he did that Friday night mm-hmm. with, with our friends Jason and Audrey that were over. Oh, Audrey yeah. doesn't play at all. We're in the kitchen. She does now. Towards the end of the <laughs> night. And he, she walks in. She's, like, looking at his mandolin laying on the table. Beautiful. And he's like, go ahead, pick it up and play it. She's like, oh, I don't want to touch your expensive mandolin. I'll break it. And he's like, that was like $80. Here, and he picks it up, just like strums it hard, like showing her, like, you're not going to break it. it. Yeah. Here. And within like five minutes of him telling her, you hold your fingers this way, do this and that, she's playing, no, and she's like kicking her. And she's like, I know how to play. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. kicking her feet up. And then and like- fast forward like a half hour later, Aaron and Cody are jamming laying some cool shit down Mm -hmm. and she's kind of sitting three four feet to the side on the couch and she's like apple apple and i look over and she's like i'm jamming with them she was like playing a little quieter but she was playing along with Mm -hmm. them and like the biggest smile on her face like i can i can play yeah and then then she handed me and and then i was like jamming with cody and it i was just like strumming like maybe once every like four seconds but it matched what he was doing and it just was so cathartic and and, and cute it was cute like if i was on the outside looking at it like that's freaking adorable how this little music man cody's bringing all this fun and all this excitement while we're super elevated and just chilling chilling laughing having a good time making music watching music dancing to music it was the best that was a very it was a really great evening 2020 well, and it was there was a celebration point out there where we're outside that it, but we had the hammock set up. We, it was like we had a camp. We were at a festival. Yeah, yeah. we, we, created we, we a mini recreated festival. a festival mm-hmm. in a way, and all the way down to where the writer's computer was set back from the screen. That's funny. Was like the mixing board. I was mm-hmm. standing. I'm like standing at the mixing board, watching the monitor on the computer, and then looking up at the big screen on the garage. Like that was the live band, and that was behind me is people in the hammocks, mm-hmm. and then there's a here's dancing going on over here and then here would come cody by with his guitar again we I mean, just be fair there was like a, eight of us together yeah this was not <laughs> this a huge party <laughs> yeah this yeah, is what we we, we could we cr- pull together but we created the vibe we create exactly. including the five people that live here <laughs> yeah so, just saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yes okay and there was Dar- nine of us then hey, darwin had a blast too darwin was it, it was a trip to to feel that again i haven't i told him that night i was like i haven't felt like that since playing in the church band in the 90s like that feeling of being connected through music and even if you fuck up it still sounds good Mm -hmm. and it it was just 
It's all good. And I realized that night, too, because I don't play shit. I haven't played anything in a long time. I want an upright bass again. I don't Ooh. like the bass I had. I want an upright bass. When I had that one that my stepmom got me. Dude, we're going to start a It's so band. fun. A b- upright bass is so fun. has such an awesome tone to it. I need to, I need to I find it. I just think that one. instruments are instrumental in... Like in in gathering and getting together, a little freaking flute, a harmonica, the little uh, you know shaker, the hand shaker that Cody had that night. I was rocking that thing. It's just it adds such a fun little element. And you know, back in the day, Sid's very first boyfriend was a musician, also, and this kid always i'm talking about always had some instrument he'd he did be, yeah a piccolo he'd be a harmonica yep, every, a mouth harp fucking what, tambourine and I, I can't tell you how much ambiance and fun he added to the just going to the store going to the grocery store yeah it was kind of annoying at some points because people were just like they didn't oh get fairly it. well the guy was like i, was I didn't come to hear that yeah. kid play fucking cymbals haven't put them yeah, yeah he but, got but, deadheads heated with the finger but it cymbals. was you, when you have somebody who's that excited about just music period, it really does change your environment and it makes yes. it so like, it just elevates it in my opinion. Yeah. It uh, does. So Cody. Thank you. Thanks man. From all of us. We love, we you, love Cody. T T T. And happy birthday month to all the October Libra Scorpio babies. <laughs> They're laughing because Cody has probably the cutest laugh you anyone will ever hear. And when in cartoons, you know, when they have like the little like the the laughing, the the he he's like Cody and it only has, comes out when he's partying. Yeah, has it, a specific laugh, it. <laughs> and it's, it's the tee It's the fuck it, it. I don't say this about other men very often. But it's the fucking cutest, cutest thing, thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life, man. It's one of those things. I think everybody has those kind of ticks that once people know it and point it out, it makes you do it even more. You can't <laughs> stop doing it. Now you want to make him tee hee. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's great. It, but that was a fantastic night. That yeah, we had it was last a night Friday. that we all needed, especially too. I feel like you, Apple. It was just so good because it was you good to keep, see you high. Yeah, you just keep missing out on things because of work or because of whatever. And like, you know, we're all family here. So seeing one of our, one of us stressed out or just kind of overloaded, it affects the mood and the vibe of the house. And so to see you like let loose and let your hair down and it was uh it was good if, like for everybody internally right. it just felt good to have that it was cool at one point <clears throat> i was pretty high and i looked over and you were laying in the hammock and i was like i'm gonna go over and check on apple and i walked over there i had a cigarette and i was like how you doing buddy and you just looked up at me like oh shit <laughs> you're like can i have a drag of that cigarette and i was like yeah here i gave it to you and you just the look on your face you were so content to be laying in that hammock <laughs> watching the stars rain down. It was down in a world of wonderment. That, what was going on? <laughs> well, I took different sacrament that night. I, I, I like the LSD. And I was seeing the star. The stars were dripping from the sky, falling. I was catching them. And they were like going, pss, like little raindrops, like steaming when they hit me. And yeah, it, it was... Quite wonderful, laying in our front yard, looking up at the like sixty foot pine trees we have around our house. And shout out to Eno Hammocks again. Yes, Eagles Nest Eagles Outfitters. Nest outfitters. You, you outfitted us well. Well, like whether we're high or not, the second we put those that triple hammock out, 
it makes you feel high. It like yeah. you're relaxed, you're floating, you're floating. Zero gravity, exactly. Like floating in these parachute, parachute material. Right? And so, shout out if Remember? anybody has a space for this triple hammock combination, I highly recommend you look up Eagles Nest Outfitters and, and hook yourself up. It is one of Darwin's favorite things because <clears throat> when three people are laying in the hammocks, <clears throat> excuse me, hang on. It's like a triangle. It's like a triangle. And so he comes into the middle of the triangle and he gets tripet. Three people. Oh, yeah. All three people. Somebody can pets reach his butt. Him. Somebody pets his side. Somebody's mm-hmm. petting his it's head. Like, oh, oh, oh. It's his when he saw it, like we usually leave it up, but because you can't leave it out in the rain. And so, anyway, and it blocks our driveway. But when we were like tearing it down on Sunday, he was like, oh, Darwin, yeah, you could see he gets kind of bum- like, you're taking down the petty triangle thing? That's <laughs> bullshit, man. We should leave that up all the time. <laughs> the fucking trifecta of pets. So, Aaron, how was your trip? Aside from the fun and the music and all that, like, what was your, how did you feel that night? Did you any lasting impressions or anything? So, oh, wait, one last thing. My yeah. last impression, which I told you the next day, because Mel's always like, what did you get out of that? Because I always like to know. I had know? a lot of really good trips in my hands. What I brought out of it is that we're going to be all right no matter what. Even if yeah. the world comes to a screeching halt or it continues on, no matter what happens, zombie apocalypse, anything, we're tight. We got a good group of people and we're going to be fine. Wow. Because um, we don't know what's going to happen. Nope. We're ready for anything. All I know is that that trip broke some shit loose in my head. And every single night, except for maybe two nights, so four or five nights in a row, I've dreamt about my dad since that trip. And like not, um, I don't know how to explain it. Not cursory dreams, like intense. They seem real dreams. Like he's showing up and I can't bring out specifics from them. It's feelings that I have. And it, what kind of feelings? I can't explain it. It's 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 like trying to explain a DMT trip. You know, it's I don't have words for for it. But it's good. Your dad is yeah there. yeah. It's it's good at, and it <clears throat> it feels like encouragement, sort of. Um, like he's being there for you. Or? Yeah, or just like yeah. abiding like here and this morning i right before i woke up i had a dream that he handed me a a circles around the sun pin a a lapel pin and was like this i'm giving you this because you started playing music again and you need it and then i woke up um but yeah it, it did something i typically after i trip uh for a little while afterwards, my dreams are even more vivid than they normally are. My normally just default. I have a very active dream world, Uh, but this turns it up to HD plus 4k. And it did something like, I don't know. And, but the trip itself, like just the night and the feeling that I got, Similar to what Apple said, but but more like... What is a city without its music? 
the legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. We don't need anything from outside of us to create the party. We are the fucking party. <laughs> and and I, I've, I mean, I haven't been shy about saying it on the show. I, I've had a really hard time with not having shows. Yeah. It's been fucking difficult for me. And um, we mentioned that it made, it's made us feel older. You said the same thing. Yeah. I feel like I'm aging. It's yeah. like I'm good at not and doing And it made, that. Me, made me realize that we can do that <clears throat> without a band here. We can decide to have a show here at the house if we want. Um, you can start your own band. But that thing, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what happened. Uh-huh. But uh, it's been on my mind a lot since that like Apple said about getting older, like I feel like our time is being stolen from us right now in a lot of ways since then. And it's made me a little bit depressed and a little bit angry. Um, it's not fucking cool. Like we only get an, a certain allotment of time on the planet and then you're done. There's, it's not eternal. We're not forever in this life or in this body, in this body. Yeah. And I feel as though like we've had a year stolen from us in a lot of ways, as far as experience, um, progression, um, as far as our business goes. Mm -hmm. um, And then just a lot of different ways. And I feel an urgency inside myself for things to start happening again because of that finite amount of time in my life. You got to catch up or something? Well, not catch up, but like it's been taken away that you're not, we're not getting 2020 back next year when it rolls over, it's not going to be 2020 again. It's going to be 2021 and all the shit that could have happened didn't. And so, and then the availability to, move and do things is not the same right and so it's this feeling of having something taken away from you that you didn't deserve having it taken away yeah or maybe this i mean you know how i am always on the other side thinking about it but like maybe if that was in the cards for this year like that's that is what 2020 was it always was going to be it always you know like a demarcation of like you know uh, before, before after. christ after christ like we're you know bc like before covid ac after covid you know and so i totally understand where you're coming from as far as like feeling like a lot has been taken away um, as far as experiences and things like that, but I'm not angry about it. It's frustrating, but it's like it, it was going to happen. It, no matter what this, our business, 
musicians not playing, things shut down. It was supposed to happen yeah. or it wouldn't have happened. Things are supposed to happen for like they say. Yeah, I just I thing, just believe that. I could be wrong in my belief, but that's what I do believe. But that's the thing, like power of intention and belief and everything. I can't remember where I heard this. It was like a month or so ago. It was a comedian. Somebody was comparing it to, they're like, look at this. This is what's giving me hope. It's like we're living in Disneyland. And they decided all the rides are old and everything. We're kind of stuck in a routine. So 2020, they shut Disneyland down. You can't go. But they're working on it. And when it opens back up, now it's going to have Harry Potter fucking land. And it's going to have all, <laughs> like, they're redoing the rides. They're going to be cleaner yeah, and faster and smoother. There's going to be new material. Everybody's going to be so excited to go back through those gates and get going again and everything. And that's the hope. Yeah, like working the I caution tape. Work in progress. All these kind people of thing. we talked to, we, we did, that's what everybody is now had enough time this year since April, pretty much, to be doing all. So now everybody's doing the same thing. They're getting ready for the reopening. They've been honing their skills. They've been do, writing new material, preparing. So when Disneyland fucking opens back up, it's it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, I don't want to come across like a little kid that's like, eh, eh, that's not what I mean. It's like, but we do get well, and that too. But that too. We all but have the feels. We all not, have the feels. That's not where I'm at. I, what I'm saying is like. It's uh, it's disconcerting that it had to go down like this to me. It it bothers me that it has come to this on a personal level. It's like, really, this this is the best we can do right now. Like, but on the flip side of that is a renewed appreciation for a lot of things that I took for granted. Yeah, and so that's the silver lining, the touch of gray, <laughs> you know. In all of this, is that renewed gratitude for my family and the community and our friends and life, our talents, and just being. Twenty twenty has made me accept my talents. That's like, that's a good thing. Yeah, no, I'm really not saying thing. that's a bad thing. I, no, I, think I, it's a good I know. Thing too. I'm just that is kind of invaluable when you realize what you have to offer the world. It just it, and again, back to the age thing. Like, damn, I had to wait till I was 48 to figure out that I can just accept the things that I'm talented with. Like that, okay. And so there's a lot of that back and forth in my head lately coming to terms with me and then also like we just talked to tony from um wooden wooden wire Wire. if you haven't checked them out you guys go listen to wooden wire the amazing band um but he was saying you know i just uh had to relax into this thing and i have moments where i'm relaxed into it and i have moments where i'm not and this week, I don't know if it's because of this taking sacrament and then the afterword of that. And I don't think that was it too much this time. Well, it had some effect. Yeah, but some things being the way they are, like when I open myself up in this environment, there's a lot going on. So the afterward, there's a lot going on, you know, and 
So it's just been soaking that back up and integrating it back into living day to day. Well, this year has been awesome in that way too. It's made every, all of us, well, no, we can't speak for everybody, but it's made us confront ourselves. <clears throat> Shit that's Absolutely. been, because before it was so easy to, you know, stay preoccupied with everything in life. And now it was like, boom, stop, you're home. Mm-hmm. You're looking in the mirror. You're dealing with that dirty basement. You're dealing with that dirty garage. You're dealing with that leaky roof. Like, they're, that's one of the good things that's come out of it. It's been a whole lot. Blowing up. Been a whole lot of whole whole lot of home improvement, self improvement, shit like that going on, kind of rebuilding and maintaining the vehicle. What about you, Mel? Mm, um, it it was a lot for me too. Um, I was super excited because we had a lot of people. We, I, the biggest takeaway was all the love that I felt that night. I felt very loved. I felt, I felt the, the love that I put out being reciprocated. And I also felt love being showered and poured on me and deserving of it. I, Mm. I felt that. And there was something there's a earlier episode you guys that we did with Eli from grand tapestry. Um, and it was one of our, it was a very beginning, you know, so it was probably like, you know, under 20 episode or something like that. But he just released a new, a song very shortly ago, maybe like a week ago or something like that. Maybe it was like the day or oh, day yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, usually when, um, we're in, when we take sacrament and we're in like a concert or something, I always have my little notebook and I always write, you know, crazy chicken scratch thoughts that come into my head. <laughs> it does look like chicken scratch. <laughs> it really does. You can't even read it. There's, there's no way to read it unless I'm high again. Um, but sometimes it's more legible than others. And, but listening to his song, there's a lyric that he was saying that was my whole entire, I feel like it's my 2020. Like you what were, was it? He get in the circle and show your style. Oh yeah. Yeah. Get in the circle and show your style. So to me, basically that means participate in what's going on the way that you do things, Mel, because you are around love. You're soaked in love. You're deserving of it. People like it and you need to show more of it. And I have a stupid, you guys have heard this is probably like the most annoying thing you guys keep hearing from me through this, you know, 180 episodes of No Simple Road. It's like I have this weird love hate thing with social media and it really impressed upon me the importance of treating social media as my own outlet like mine what I'm putting out and what when you come to my page what are you seeing not me repeating what other people are saying but what's my unique authentic true expression when you come to my page and and that lyric just made me think about that like when I see clients um, when I'm at work when I'm on the show there's something that I specifically bring that is deserving to be there and that is deserving of love and all of that. And I just, I, I realize that I'm very self-conscious of myself that it made me realize that I'm very self-conscious of showing my true self and I'm very private about that. And 
I've, it's a something that I, I go through. It's a personal journey of mine. And it's not that I ha- have a lack of ideas or I don't feel inspired. It's nothing to do with that. It's like, I feel if I put something out, it's so personal and I don't know how to deal with any comment about my personal stuff. And so that's what it really came down to is like, I don't know if I want somebody to heart it and tell me what they think, but nevertheless, I need to participate because this is our life right now. We're in cyberspace. We're not going to get out of cyberspace. That's always going to be a part of our, you know, community and our life going forward. So I need to participate. And so Eli single-handedly with that lyric just made me realize a flood of emotions of years of stuff that I should not should but like I need to I need to participate I need to get in there I need to play in the game I need to fucking you know put my glove on and catch the ball I need to throw it back and that was the big takeaway for me that night because I think we were, even though we're all together, we were still always kind of in our separate things, you know? Oh yeah. Right. And so every time I would go into another setting, it just instilled that more in me. That's Um, dope. It really was dope. It was really amazing. And so pretty soon I'm, I'm changing my Instagram name. I didn't tell anybody that I haven't done it yet. And it was inspired again by Eli, not, not the lyric, but just the thought process of like, you, you need to get in the game. Do be, be a participatory. Don't be an onlooker. Don't be some fucking lech in the back corners, peeking out through the fucking curtains, commenting on other people's shit, but never allowing people to comment on your shit. That's not fair. It's not okay. And you need to live with both light and dark. So if people are going to say something contrary, then fucking take it. And if people are going to say something amazing, then take it, but take it all the same. So that was, that was my takeaway. Damn. I, I, Okay. That's pretty awesome. That's a lot from a lyric. It, you know how, how something can spark music something is magic. Like but that. do you know how I am with words? And I can hear one word, and like yep. you know, in I'll I, I'll go back to fucking ancient Greece. <laughs> you know, just with one word that hit me just right, and I I can't stop thinking about it. Get in the circle and show your style. Get in the game mel and fucking do your thing tear it up rip it to shreds put it back together and that's what you need to do so i think we're gonna leave it at that that's i think that's a good spot to to call it yeah what do you think yeah yeah all right no that was good that yeah we kind of so friday was a magical night it really was and it was much needed and deserved yeah we love you guys man and we will have another episode for you on friday um i'm not sure what's coming out oh soul doc yeah that was an awesome interview you guys yeah that was and he knows eli and is a fan of eli and in that same weird circle um so if you want to prep for next week next friday's episode go check out soul doc s-o-l-d-o-c yeah and uh and we'll, go check out um grand tapestry and eli um yeah. the real eli on instagram and he is also a freaking amazing artist like he is his art is gorgeous so go and support eli we this is just a shameless plug because he's inspired me 
randomly on Multiple October eighteenth, twenty twenty, on a silly night. So thank you for thank you for doing that, Eli. I really appreciate you and mm. what you're doing. So right. and everybody out there, thanks for listening. We love you guys. We love y'all. We'll see you next week with more stuff and things. Celebrate life. Take care of each other. Smile at a stranger. Hydrate. Always hydrate. No, always hydrate. Always hydrate, okay. everybody, because it makes you third. look younger. It makes you nice and dewy. You know, Helps the toxins to come out. Well, depending on where you're, well, well, most parts of the country, this is the time of the year for warm beverages. Oh, and <laughs> to all of our listeners in Colorado, our hearts are with you guys. That's right. We love, we love you, you. And we're keeping good thoughts. We're uh, sending vibrations of huge rainstorms to you guys. And um, hang in there. We just went through it here, man. So we feel you and we're with you. Stay safe, everybody. We love you. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. 
and make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.